0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Welcome friends to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got a couple of great compliance stories, but first, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our first story of the day is from Incorrect Saying Man, The Setup. Okay, this story deserves to be here. This was in 2021. I worked in a company as an IT specialist. Actually, I was promoted to a more responsible tier 2 position a few months before this all happened. We supported one of Microsoft's products. I was working with the company more than 5 years with this one client. This client was a source of prestige for the company, a cherry on top. I'm a very humble person, but what happened next made me less humble. Characters of the story, Andrew, the only tier 3 engineer on our project, his knowledge is enormous and many companies would fight for him to work for them, Dominic, a second tier 2 engineer, promoted again a few months after I was, Greg, marketing manager, he's the person responsible for this client and agreement with this client. I was working with him past those 5 years, but somewhere in 2020 he left the company. He came back to the company, I think it was June 2021. Slavomir, Greg's boss. He was responsible for Greg and our help desk. Mr. B, the global director from the company we supported. He is the person to contact with technical queries. And of course me, call me Andy. This was a non-typical help desk that had three lines, tier 1, tier 2, and tier 3. About five workers on tier 1, two on the second tier, and one on tier 3. All help desk workers, including me working on this project, were saying that the project is actually great. Management on the other hand, was terrible. We were understaffed all the time. Plenty of poor decisions, which I'll spare you from. The point is, we as technicians working directly with a client knew that the support is not working well and things are getting worse and worse. The end is coming. So the story starts with strike one, which was fighting for money. When I was promoted to Tier 2, my agreement didn't change. I was still receiving the same amount of money as I did when working as a Tier 1 technician. That's not a promotion, is it? But what I did receive is more responsibilities. As an example, part of my new job was helping all Tier 1s by being available after work. They would call me anytime if there was an issue they weren't able to handle by themselves. Let's call that on-call. The on-call lasted the whole week, 24-7, and it happened twice per month. I did receive an additional thousand for each week spent on call. Since it happened two times in a month, that's an additional two thousand per month. But of course, Greg considered that as a good argument to not increase my pay due to my promotion. To him, I was earning X before, now I'm earning X plus two thousand. If that's a promotion, I'm a polar bear model. So, I continued fighting for my raise, but nothing ever changed, it was just talking. The big thing that changed everything was a project that needed to be done for the client. It was I think somewhere around October 2021. The project was a new configuration on the client's IT environment. I talked with Andrew about this, and he told me that it's too big and our agreement with the client doesn't cover this, so it should be paid additionally so i called greg to sort this out the job is big and due to its nature i would need to work mostly on weekends so will i get compensated for that that is where he made the promise that i will be paid for my overtime so i took the job and started working on it negotiations with the client about technical things and preparing to implement the new configuration took time especially due to december holidays and new year but eventually the client and me came to understand how to do the configuration. After the new year of 2022, I started doing the actual work of implementing the new configuration. Without getting into technical details, the implementation did not go smoothly. The tools that I had to use were not working properly, which caused a lot of issues. More issues? More overtime. I worked every weekend, sometimes less, sometimes more. As far as I remember, I had about 80 hours of overtime for January and February. That is when it hit me. I need to get some insurance that I'll get paid. Despite that it was promised to me by Greg that I'll be paid for my overtime, I personally started doubting that. Everyone working in my company knew that the company hates paying overtime. Scratch that. Does not pay overtime. And knowing how my so-called promotion was handled, I started to worry. Then I realized my overtime isn't actually registered. I didn't ask. I trusted Greg, and no one told me how to do this. I'm new as a tier two, and it was the first time I was doing a job like this. So I called Greg and asked how I should register my overtime. He instructed me, and so I did register my time. When he saw how much time it took me, what I was afraid of happened. They tried to back down from his promise, and I won't get paid. That means now one, I'm not getting a raise due to my promotion. Two, I'm not getting paid for my overtime, but I didn't give up. So I went to the newly hired Greg's boss, Slavomir. Slavomir was hired when I was already working on this project, and we didn't know him as much, but he was Greg's boss, so I went to him. Slavomir took Greg's side, so it seemed that I was out of options. During this whole project since it begun in October 2021, Greg's decisions were getting more stupid and worse. The end was getting closer and closer, and all technicians felt it, but neither did Greg or Slavomir. Decisions were so stupid that I even started thinking that it was intentional. Sabotage! Slavomir was hired to help and make Help Desk work, which means sort out issues with management, but he did nothing of the sort. All the time he was standing with Greg, who was mostly responsible for the situation we were in. Then I found out that it was actually Greg who interviewed Slavomir for this job, yes a subordinate choosing who to hire for his boss. Slavomir quickly showed how spineless he was and then we understood what happened. Greg hired himself a boss that would listen to everything he says to keep control. No way Slavomir will help fix anything. So what about my overtime or my raise? Negotiations were ongoing. I didn't change my position. I was promised paid overtime, and that is what I wanted. I was stubborn. Greg and Slavomir's position was that they won't pay me, but they'll give me days off for my work. I don't really use days off. Employers always had to force me to go on vacation, so that solution didn't work for me. Besides, I was pissed. He promised, and now I'll make him keep his promise. I also had a second reason. Money was one of the reasons why our help desk wasn't working as it should, and I cared about the client. So this situation was a perfect opportunity to teach the management a lesson that if they want to keep the client, they need to pay. It was March 2022 at this point. Negotiations regarding my overtime produced no results. So I started doing something I didn't want to do, which is check what the law says. I spent hours on googling. I even paid for advice from a lawyer and the result was bad. The employer was right. He could force me to take days off instead of getting paid for my overtime. That is what was written in the law. But I think Greg didn't know about this. But there was a second part to the paragraph. Yes, the employer can force me to take days off instead of paying overtime, but it had to be in the same fiscal quarter. For example, if I worked overtime in February and it's now April, which is a new fiscal quarter, the employer can't force me to take any more days off for my overtime in a former fiscal quarter. He must pay it. Let me remind you that it was March at this point, So, a plan started to emerge. How to win? Simple. Wait. Keep talking. Stall. And when April comes, they'll pay me for my overtime. All this time they were stalling to not pay me, but in fact, they were doing harm only to themselves. And that's what I started to do. But then this happened. When working on the project on Sunday, I noticed that there was something wrong. Unless I fix it tomorrow, plenty of other users won't be able to work. It wasn't as much as my mistake. As I said, the tools weren't working properly, and that caused the issue. It was Sunday, almost night, so there's no one to call or notify. So I made a call and fixed it without notifying the client. That was the only way the users the next day would be able to work. And that is how Strike 2 happened. Since I was a Tier 2 now, with Andrew and Dominic, I had to participate in weekly calls with the client sharing news, IT talks, discussing things, normal stuff, but this time the big boss Mr. B was angry at me. It was because I made the call to fix what was wrong on Sunday and didn't notify anyone that I was doing anything. Okay, this is client's environment. No one wants to come home and see that someone rearranged the furniture. So I kind of understand that, but as I explained to them that there was no other way to do it and it had to be done, not fixing it would have caused a lot more issues than fixing it and it was sunday night so too late to notify anyone mr b was actually a responsible person but for some reason that explanation didn't work which felt kind of strange well i said okay and apologized that's all i could say to mr b after that incident it didn't take long for slavomir aka greg's minion boss and greg to take that as an argument in the talks about my overtime After the meeting with Mr. B, I spoke with Andrew and I won't share the results of that talk, but also later Dominic called me. The call started with, You do know it was a setup, right? Oh yeah. Because I didn't accept Greg's terms and take my days off for overtime, Gray used his pal Mr. B to set me up as the worst employee of the month in order to force me to accept his terms. That just made me less negotiable, and actually a few days after that, I sent an email that either they'll pay or I quit. Now, you would think that due to the end is coming, that they would have some brains to pay. Well, they didn't, so I handed them my resignation. Guess what, even after sending the email, Greg and Slavomir were surprised. The second part of March already started, so I needed to stall for a few more days to win my overtime payment, so what I did is take sick leave until the end of the month. Not that it was a lie, I had been neglecting myself and had issues I needed to sort out, and this was it. I won, they now had to pay for my overtime. Now, when an employee resigns, there's a period of time when they still must work before they leave completely. That period was three months for me starting from the end of March. After the resignation, I had to work for three more months, but you see, as I mentioned, I don't do off days. So I had so many days off that for more than a month of that period, to avoid paying additionally for all the days off I didn't use, the company had to send me on vacation. I used that time to start working in my new job. During the period I was still working, Slavomir asked me if there's an option for me to come to work and they'll pay, instead of taking days off. I replied with a smile, I already have onboarding in another company, so no. When I saw the money for all my overtime reaching my bank account, I smiled and enjoyed my victory. Too bad I had to spend so much time reading the law to do it. After I left the company for good. I found out that a month after the client left the company andrew also left the company i didn't know but he resigned before me and plenty of new shenanigans with paying employees emerged i'm so glad i made the right call and not only that i won i don't think mr g ever actually looked into the law until he was forced to by the ceo but that's just my guess the ceo of course was shocked that the client left the company There's a saying in Poland, and it goes, workers come to the company, but leave from the boss. That saying sounds pretty much like the good old phrase, people don't quit bad jobs, they quit bad managers. The craziest thing here is OP had all the leverage and wasn't even asking for anything outrageous, and they still denied them and tried to stonewall them every chance they could. I mean, although giving time off might have been better for the company, if somebody is literally holding this place together, You might as well just go ahead and give them that overtime pay. I mean, what big difference does it truly make in the end for your company that is being kept alive by this key worker? And our final story of the day is from TPB772000. Only for new hires? Fine. So during high school, I worked at a part-time job at a grocery store that sounds similar to Jingles. We had a lot of cashiers quit and desperately needed more cashiers. At the time, I was making $10.50 an hour. Our general manager made a promotion where any cashiers got paid eleven twenty-five an hour. So I go talk to my manager like, hey, can I get that raise? He said no, it's only for new hires. Well after about 2 weeks, I got fed up being the only one who knew how to run the registers because I was really the only one with experience. I was training employees who were making more than me. I asked again to be on the same level of the people I'm training. I realized that the promotion ended in about a month or so, So I talked to my parents about the plan. I waited until I knew that they were going to struggle because of people already asking off. I went into my shift and I told my manager I quit. Here's my time card, here's the keys, I helped close once or twice, and here's my vest. He said whoa wait let's talk about this. I said no and walked straight out. I enjoyed the weekend off and hung out with friends more often than I normally did, didn't work at all that week, and on Friday, a week and a day later, I went on the website and applied again. I was called in for an interview with my former manager. He seemed relieved and arrogant that I was coming back, but at the end of the interview I asked, since I'm a new hire, I get the new hire bonus pay, right? And also Janice, the other lady who I liked, gave me her referral code so I get that as well, right? I could tell he was very unhappy, but I did end up getting both. I missed three days of work, but ended up making more from the referral bonus $250, and got myself a 75 cent raise. This is yet another situation where you have a key worker who is making less than the first time ever workers you're scraping off the street and having them train. Like, I know that extra 75 cents an hour is going to bankrupt the store, but throw them a bone. I think OP should have put their foot down and said they deserve $12 an hour. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.